Hi, I'm Brandon Briscoe, and welcome to another episode of The Postscript, where we interview pastors and professors from Living Faith Bible Institute and our fellowship of churches that we call Living Faith Fellowship. And we have conversations about theology, about ministry, about missions, and God's work in the world. And we pray that every week when we come together, that it would be encouraging to you, strengthening to you, and challenge you in ministry. Now, this week, I have the privilege of interviewing Pastor Brian Hedges, of Heartland Bible Fellowship uh, here in the Kansas City metro area. Now, Brian and his church have a very distinct ministry among our fellowship of churches in that they are about the work of printing God's Word. They have a ministry devoted to printing God's Word and then sending it and dispersing it out throughout the whole world. And, uh, and so it's very exciting. We're going to have a conversation today about what that ministry is like, uh, some of the challenges, some of the goals, his vision. And, uh, and we're going to talk about why it's necessary to continue to print Bibles in different uh, languages and, uh, and throughout the whole world. And so here we are. Brian, it's good to have you, man. Man, it's great to be here. Yeah, glad, glad you're here in our little studio hanging out. Your humble abode. It's nice to be man. here. Well, I want to first start with just uh, talking about how you came to a place where, I mean, there's, there's probably a lot of steps in this story. Yeah. About how you, I mean, obviously, this is a huge undertaking, uh, printing God's word. But maybe you can give us a little bit of insight into how you came to a place where you realized yeah. this is a ministry you wanted, you wanted to own. I think the, I think that's a good place to start. I think the story is always good. And, yeah. Uh, of course, a lot of, a lot of things that we do in Christ are caught, not taught. And, yeah. uh, and so I will have to say that, you know, going back to the day, uh, you know, my early formative years in mm-hmm. training, at KCBT, we used to have Bible conferences, yeah. and that's my first exposure to literally, you know, being in that process of having your hands on the Word of God and and knowing that you're assembling uh, a, a Bible that's going to sure. go to somebody that's thirsty, you know. Yeah. Hungry. So, so for those of us who, some of us might not be familiar. I remember mm-hmm. the fall Bible conferences. Yeah. Uh, but some of us might not know. Yeah. Uh, some of the listeners, maybe explain what the conference was about. And then explain what you're talking about in terms of getting our hands on the Word of God, because that okay. was a lot of fun. It was a great time. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a bright-eyed, you know, young convert, so to speak, mm-hmm. going through the, the discipleship process. And our church would host uh, a conference every fall, and they would do a project in partnership with a, a, another ministry called Bearing Precious Seed. And uh, we had a gymnasium, and they would fill it with Scripture, mm-hmm. uh, what we call signatures. And, uh, and so every year they'd work on a key project that was a large project thousands and thousands of scriptures and sometimes we would take a whole or sometimes a small part at the temple and uh, and they would rally the whole church and at kcbt they had some printing equipment really not printing equipment but assembly equipment a couple binders and, and some cutters mm-hmm. and really pretty rudimentary uh, but they also had a lot of expertise in-house so we'd all get together and they'd mobilize us and we'd just go about assembling the word of god literally putting the word of god right. together and uh, literally shipping it to destinations not unknown, but to someone on the ground, mm-hmm. a missionary or a group of missionaries and pastors who would then distribute the Word of God. So we weren't just randomly printing the Bible to warehouse somewhere. Right. It was going to somebody somewhere that was going to get it in the hands of uh, you know the people of Africa, Asia, uh, wherever it might be around the world. And if I remember, man, it was this was like everybody in the church participated in this, young and old. Yeah. Uh, I came to Kansas City Baptist Temple in high school. And I remember as a high school, I mean, it was all night long. People were working. It was a 24-7 uh, shift mm-hmm. that, that happened all week long. 
And I remember coming in at like one in the morning with my friends yeah, and uh, with like energy drinks and like just rolling and rolling and pushing and, and, and stacking and moving and playing our part. And it was, there was uh, something really exciting about that. Yeah, it really was. Uh, when we, when we planted the church in, in Harrisonville, uh, we continued in that. And uh, we want. I wanted, you know, the folks down there to grab hold of of that vision, mm-hmm. and that and that. Uh, and they were excited. They went down, and um, you know, for a few seasons of uh, of assembly, we were able to participate in that. And then as things shifted, um, you know, that wasn't really part of our fabric because there wasn't an opportunity mm-hmm. that I was aware of. Uh, and so, in due time, as Pastor Randy came in off the field in Zambia, he was really stirred up. Because yeah, Pastor he was, Randy Foster. Pastor Randy yeah. Foster, yeah. In 2008, he joined uh, me at, at HBF, and um, he was really exercised to do this because of the being on the receiving end. So mm. now we have, uh, you know, I had a passion for it because of the, the process of what it really meant in my life and what it meant in the church's life. And then I have Randy come on board, and Randy is really, he says, Brian, you know, opening up the container and, and, you know, handling the Word of God wow. and seeing the end result. It's it's better than what you imagine. I mean, it really wow. is. You know, you hear all these superlatives when you're, you know, doing these things. Uh, and, you you know, you actually get to see it, you mm-hmm. know, when you're on the other side. And so that was really encouraging. So when he was in Zambia, those Bibles that were produced um, were sent were sent to him. And he was on the field and he had an opportunity. Yeah. So you see all these videos, you know, like... I don't know if you're, you're, I'm sure you're familiar yeah. with all the videos of, but I remember, man, there's some of these videos that'll just bring you to tears watching people hold God's word for the very, very first time. time. And they have their own copy for their household. Mm-hmm. And it's like they've, you know, it's better than watching somebody, you yeah. know, win the lottery. Absolutely. And it truly is precious. Mm-hmm. You know, the word yeah. is precious. And, and, you know, we say that, but uh, we've not been in those situations. We're, we're blessed. Yeah, you know? we are blessed. We're and so and blessed. I want to talk about that process here in a little bit, maybe in our next segment. But mm-hmm. but I'm really interested in figuring out how you got to a place yeah. where the ministry, I mean, you guys, you guys have the binders and the cutters now, and you've got a team. And how did you move from the place where like, okay, well, this is something we need to do. We're compelled to do this. Right. To building the infrastructure necessary, you know, for your church to be a part of that. Yeah, well, it was a small step, and uh, like all things, and so people that are interested in this, that's just take the next right step. Mm-hmm. So, um, we were committed to having a Bible conference. We sent a missionary to Brazil, and uh, so we were thought, "Wow, that's just great. Let's make Bibles in Portuguese and send them wow. to our missionary yeah. in Brazil." You know, uh, we hadn't thought through the details that you know a missionary that's planting a church can't handle a container. He barely has a church building, so where does he put yeah, <laughs> 5,000 Bibles? So right. we were really green. Uh, even with our experience, we, we mm-hmm. were so excited. Um, and so what um, what really started the process was a need that we had. Um, and so we, we committed to, let's just, before we do these big projects, let's, let's just do something for us. Let's just print the Bible for our own pews. Uh, which are chairs in our case, mm-hmm. and this have some Bibles available. So when people that come in, guests come in, don't have a Bible, they can open one up. You know, we have the cover from our church as a custom cover, so on and so forth. So we did that, and, and around the time we started planning for that, uh, our local jail ministry um, was mm-hmm. banning our 
you know, small discipleship lessons. We have a D1 light that we would kind of like a discipleship primer that we would, you know, do with correspondence with the inmates in Cass County Correctional. Mm. So uh, they said, you know, sorry, guys, we appreciate it, but you can't you can't mail those in anymore. You know, I, mean, I, I don't know what they're doing with it, but it wasn't oh my it wasn't something that they okay. needed to be doing. But they did. They wanted our Bibles and they allowed us to bring the Bibles in. So we said, great. As long as we can bring the Bibles in, and that, that's when we came up with that concept of, you know, we tra- we uh, not translated, but we printed those lessons and put them in the front of our of our pew Bibles mm-hmm. and uh, and our you know our giveaway Bibles, and we ended up sending those to the jail, and so those they worked great as a tool like that, wow. and that got us excited because now we were, were motivated. You're uh, thinking creatively. Yeah, praise yeah. the Lord. Yeah, we're doing what we can, you know. Sure. And uh, so uh, hook or crook. So we got those in there. They're working, and then that just started the ball rolling. Um, and so it was really, it was really exciting. And then, of course, with the missionary emphasis, and we started trying to find projects that were real. I'm, I'm committed to real battles, spiritually speaking. I don't want to just like waste time or do projects that aren't going to get somewhere. You right. Know? Yeah, so absolutely. we started looking for real connections and people that would really need need Bibles. And we started finding out that there's all kinds of need for Bibles, even today, uh, even with all the technology and what have you. Mm-hmm. So, um, And so we started fitting what we were doing into the, the plan, whether it was partnership or direct connect with somebody that could benefit from the Bible and the Word of God. And it grew from there. Uh, we didn't even have equipment initially, so we borrowed, uh, credit to Graceway, we borrowed their equipment and, mm-hmm. and their team uh, and a lot of them would came, come down and, and really helped us. And they were doing some projects over in um, uh, Excelsior Springs once a year. We just jumped on that bandwagon for several years. Uh, and it came to the place that uh, over due time, they said, you know, uh, guys, won't you just take the equipment and run with it? So, wow. So we got the binders and the toolbox and uh, and the team was born. So the Ministry of Word First, which is the name now of the the printing ministry, uh, was born um, really just that's an interesting story in itself, but it was born out of a group effort that was bigger than Heartland to begin with. So the team mm-hmm. is really a, a broad group of people from a lot of our sister churches. Okay, yeah. Uh, to this day, uh, Word First is a is bigger in regard to how it operates than just yeah. HBF, and so uh, we sort of inherited that. And yeah, we built the building and bought some binders. We're improving the binders right now, and um, and uh, we got a nice three blade cutter. One of the things that we we learned is that our quality really wasn't what mm-hmm. it needed to be. Right. Um, and we praise God. Some of our partners have a really high standard, and we're glad for that. Mm-hmm. And they got the money and the equipment to keep that standard. Sure, yeah. So if we're going to partner with them, we needed to improve. So we, we bought some equipment, and um, and so now we have a pretty fancy three-blade cutter that, that puts a nice edge and doesn't crush bindings and stuff like that. Sure. So uh, credit to that the Word First team. They, they maintain that. They they take care of all that, and we set a little barn out back behind HBF out there. So it's it's awesome, and I, w- I want to talk about your Bible conference too in a little bit because a lot of our churches come and participate and mm-hmm. help with the work. And but I, I want to ask you, okay, so some of these projects that you mentioned, you know, especially early on, what do they look like? So say say a, a missionary or or someone that we support or you support um, comes to you and says, "Hey, we have this need. How how do you assess that?" Uh, need how do you meet that need what's it look like what's the process look like to make sure that that missionary or that church or that ministry Mm -hmm. gets what they need yeah um of course uh, everyone has need Mm -hmm. and so uh, how to how to supply that need is always the question yeah and so one of the things that we've endeavored to do is is really uh work on smaller projects that can be attainable Mm -hmm. um 
missionaries oftentimes, uh, depending on the, the type of project, the larger projects we partner with uh, with Bearing Precious Seed or someone who can deliver the quantity and work in shipping it and getting it there. In terms of the printing. Yeah, aspect. printing, and yeah. yeah, and then we can assemble. We can pretty much assemble almost any quantity at this point. I right. Mean, we can we can get a lot done. Um, but but the reality of, of uh, you know, who do we work with? Who's our partners? We want to work with like-minded people, obviously, sure. and yeah. people that we know, uh, and they would they would let us know the need. Uh, uh, right now we're doing a project, for instance, in French uh, for uh, Gary Haskell's uh, interest in, in uh, Sierra Leone, okay. Mike, uh, Pastor Mike Pepper. And so that, that need would come, and then we would begin the process of assessing how can we supply that need financially, uh, mm-hmm. printing-wise, and assemble it, and so on and so forth. Um, now, for church planners, I tell you the thing that I like to—I get excited about—is is someone like us that we 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 don't have an unlimited budget. Uh, you know, we don't have to ship it around the world. A guy like uh, Code Blaze or um, uh, anyone that would just want to have a, a Bible representing their local church. Uh, sure. We work with Harvest mm. Baptist in Blue Springs. Uh, I think we may have done some with you guys, and definitely some of the local prison ministries, Keys at the Cross, and so on and so forth. But when they need a project and they have a need for Bibles, instead of going to the Gideons or going to some other organization, sure. uh, they can just call us. Yeah, and they can say, "Hey, uh, we want a Bible." And the, and the unique thing about what we we're doing right now is we can deliver that custom cover. Mm. So what are, what do you want on the cover, uh, or what do you want in it? Uh, sure. Those discipleship lessons that we uh, put in years ago were still those are in high demand, you know. And then and then they can have their you know their church's logo inside with the address, mm-hmm. contact information. So if the if the Bible gets handed around, uh, people have questions. They know they know what church that they can turn to. Absolutely. So there's a lot of benefits yep. to, to having your own printed Bible. Um, and so there's a lot of churches that are already coming to you and asking. For, for resources like that, Bibles yes. that are printed in that in that yep. way. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the next question would be: well, Where is it? Where do you see the ministry gro- growing to? Like, um, as it continues to expand, uh, what are some things on your radar? Things that you're considering? Uh, things you're praying through? Because yeah. I want to hear. Obviously, this has slowly grown over time, uh-huh. but I think that there's more that you want to get done and. And uh, we want to know how to be praying for you about that. Yeah, stuff. and I, that's a really good that's a really good question, and uh, I'm glad that you're asking it because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in our circles locally, um, in our fellowship, I think a lot of us view or have viewed the the publishing ministry in the context in which we were introduced to it, mm-hmm. um, and so things have developed. Um, one of the things, particular to Word First um, now, is that we want to do this all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not an annual conference. Right. It's not just you know chipping in on a big project uh, with someone else. We we've kind of found our niche, and it's a it's a three sixty five uh, uh, type of thing yeah. throughout the year. So we're committed. We've bought a facility. Uh, we put up a facility and prepared a place where we can continue to uh, do that. And with that, then comes the need for uh, you know improved equipment, and and we do want to get into printing inside the context of a of a the sizes that we're willing to deliver. Sure. Um, we can still partner, want to partner with the, the guys, the big boys that deliver mm-hmm. the 5,000, 10,000. Yeah, the large quantities. Yeah, so. quantity. But really we see our niche uh, supplying those those small numbers, a couple thousand or less, uh, something that we could get off a of digital press and assemble and uh, and send. And it would be all around the year. We don't have to wait till the fall Bible conference. You know, if someone, we do that right now, someone needs a few hundred Bibles, 500 Bibles, 1,000 Bibles, we can do that. 
right yeah. now. And so, uh, so in the future, we'd like to add a digital press and uh, continue to expand in regard to the team uh, and anyone. You know, I know it's down in the southern part of uh, the uh, metro, but uh, you know, all the folks in the fellowship are welcome to jump in. One of the unique things that we've done in a practical way that in regard to this is working mm-hmm. with uh, you know ministry teams that are going out on a missions trip so we've we've worked with harvest several times and they'll come in and bring the team down and they'll assemble the word of god together mm-hmm. and the and the, in some quantity and then they'll take it with them on the trip so uh, we did a thousand john and romans one time and they, and they uh, handed out a thousand john and romans wow as their on a goal. single on a single trip yeah yeah there was 10 i was actually on the trip so 10 of us handed out 100 it was over i mean it was wow. we got her done so it was great and so uh, you know, we want to continue to partner, you know, not just in, in, in the project of putting this word together, but we also want to partner in, in accomplishing the mission of God, you know, in our local churches yeah. and getting our hands on the word to, and be a resource yeah. uh, to our fellowship and uh, sister churches so that they can really utilize the John and Romans or the New Testament or the whole Bible in their ministries. And so we think in the in the days to come, we'll have even more capacity and ab- ability to do that. That's that's great news. <laughs> yeah. um, it's amazing to me, particularly in our in our fellowship of churches, just how the resources and how we're stewarding resources is continuing to expand and how each of us are like kind of playing a role. And this is a really exciting role that your church gets to to play yeah. that facilitates gospel ministry among all of the churches in the fellowship and, and our cohorts. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I, I mean, I know that for a fact that you've been in talks with like Andrew Ong is one of the pastors mm-hmm. here at our church who has a heart for Vietnam and they've been working on tr- on desperately on translating, uh, you know, portions of scripture, uh, so that they can print and produce uh, John and Romans and portions of the Bible and take it with them on their trips as well. Yeah, so, that's so exciting! It is very exciting. So then, my next question is: wh- How does someone get in, in contact with you? What is the, what are the things that they need to know in advance before they call you or reach out to you? And then, how do they reach out to you? Mm-hmm. And what are the things that someone needs to know if they say, "Hey, I've got this great idea"? Um, yeah, um, we you know we're going to have to form a partnership, and and some of that is obviously going to involve financing and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. So they need to be you know thinking through what are my goals in regard to getting the gospel where it needs to go, uh, how much do I need, so on and so forth, and give us a call. They can contact us simply on our website, wordfirstbiblepublishing.org. Uh, org, and. Okay. And they can find that on our webpage too at hbfcast.org. It's listed there on a link, um, and so or Google it up, and you'll find it. And uh, there they can order if they just simply need some John and Romans, and they're not interested in wanting to get in the, mm-hmm. in the process. They can just use us as a resource. Yeah, but a lot so it's of like a standard thing. There's yeah, certain things you yeah. produce as a standard. Yeah, we can produce some standard things okay. like that. Um, you know, I need 50 Bibles in English, and I don't care what cover you put on. Right, just yeah. send them to me. That can sure. be done. But really, what a lot of our sister churches are doing is, hey, I've got a mission trip somewhere. Do you have Spanish John and Romans? Because that's mm-hmm. about all we can pack. You know, yeah. we don't want to. We can't afford to take a box. So, and so they're thinking through their mission. What is their objective and their goal? So we can help fit. <clears throat> you know, well, hey, this is how much a New Testament weighs. You could probably, you know, this, you'll have to take an extra suitcase, or we can get you some John and Romans. So we can help walk through. You know, just the logistics if they're wanting to think through those sort of things and what kind of tools can we put in their hands and and even maybe give them a vision and, and some description of what others have done mm-hmm. and then uh, and then facilitate it and if if they're you know 
if they want, no matter where they are in the country, uh, they can come and join in or, um, you know, obviously it's not always feasible to do that. So we can work with them and custom fit something for them and get it out to them. And that alone would be a great project for a church to get behind. It's like, Hey, we not only need this material, but we're going to send a group down and and we're going to actually produce the thing that's going to go on that missions trip or go with that missionary. Is very cool. Yeah. So what if people you know, are listening to this and they have a heart uh, for what you're doing and they're hearing this for the first time or maybe they've mm-hmm. never, they never experienced what we experienced back in the day at KCBT right. at the Bible conference and they're suddenly, they're hearing this and like, oh man, that sounds so exciting. Um, I want to be a part of helping see uh, these projects produce because I want to see God's word go th- throughout the whole world. Is there a way where people can partner financially with you just in terms of donation? Mm -hmm. Um, And then maybe tell us about how they can partner with you physically if they wanted to come and be a part of some of these projects. Yeah, well, financially, uh, that you just, again, we have all those resources at wordfirstpublishing.org. So uh, they could go there and and uh, donate to projects or if they wanted just to donate donate to the ministry they could do that there awesome. they could also reach out to us and we could facilitate that at hbf as well but um yeah and any pro- they could fundraise even um you mm. know a lot of times people will uh, need to do that to support a larger project right um so if you look at a new testament around a dollar 50 a new testament that gives you a budget if you do a thousand of those you're going to need you know, you're going to, and then by the time you ship them somewhere, it's going to be a couple thousand dollars. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that doesn't happen for free. So people want to support that and they're just looking for a good place to, to resource, uh, you know, uh, those needs would go to shipping, to assembly, to purchasing of scripture, to printing of scripture. So we'd love to have that kind of support. Um, but as importantly, or, or, or probably more importantly, is, is just investing our, our hearts and lives in it, right? Mm-hmm. So where our treasure is, there's our heart also. Yeah. And so the opportunities to do that are uh, are numerous. Um, if you're in a Living Faith Fellowship church, one of our sister churches, I'd talk to your missions pastor, your pastor, and see if there's any projects. You know, start with under your underneath the local New Testament church and see what is it that our church is doing? You yeah. know, can I do something in our outreach ministries locally, internationally, and, and submit to that and find out what is it that they want to do and see if there's a project they can get in on. Um, we have projects going all year. And then in the fall, we have a Bible conference. And that mm-hmm. is a great place. Anybody from anywhere can come down in September and uh, jump in on our fall Bible conference and uh, get a get a chance to invest in doing this. And really where your treasure is, there's your heart also. Once mm-hmm. you get your hands on it uh, and you see what's going on, you'll, you'll definitely want to do it again. There's and, something really uh, unique about yeah. it. I know that the college and young adult ministry here um, – uh, comes down and shifts and waves throughout that week to come and help p- participate. And last year, I spent several hours working with folks I, I didn't even brothers and sisters I'd never met before uh, from different churches, yeah. conversing with them, getting to know them, and where they came up and and who discipled them. And, and those conversations mm-hmm. are beautiful and wonderful just to have that fellowship. But beyond that, just to handle God's word as it's coming off the press, you know, and it's hot in your hands, you know, they're, they're yeah. telling you, be careful. There's, you know, there's glue on the binding <laughs> and you're, and you're, you're making these stacks of God's word and you know that they're going to, to soldiers that are stationed all over the world, or you know that these are going to prisons, or you know that these Bibles are going to go to Jamaica to, to missionaries who are going to be preaching the gospel on the street and doing that. There's just something inside of you that resonates deeply and uh, just to, to very, you know, tactfully and and tangibly handle God's word yeah. and say, hey, this is the this is the mission. This is exciting. Oh, it's such a blessing. Yeah, and it is very tangible, and it's a it's a real joy uh, that you you don't really have the opportunity to do 
all the time. It's not something you can just wake up and do every day. Sure. It, it is a special privilege. You realize that you're part of a process. You know, we talk about a process. Uh, we'll be talking about that, you know, down the road. But the reality of being able to be part of the process of getting God's word in people's, not just their hands, but their hearts, is, yeah. uh, there's nothing else like This it. is a work Christians have been doing for amen. thousands of years, you know. Yeah, amen. Yeah, so what a praise privilege. God for it. Man, well, I'm so excited about your ministry. I'm thankful that you introduced us to Word First uh, this week. Uh, in the next segment, next week, we're going to have a conversation about the doctrine and the philosophy behind the transmission of God's Word and how uh, translation is kind of you know, uh, a parallel work yes. to transmitting God's Word throughout the whole world and living the Great Commission. So I'm looking forward to that conversation. Me too. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. And we want to thank you as well for joining us for another episode of The Postscript. Uh, we would love to invite you to join us on our YouTube channel. Subscribe at The Postscript. And you can also follow us on any major podcast platform. Uh, find us there and subscribe to that. Give us a like. Uh, share the shows on your Facebook page. Uh, we want to get to know as many people as possible, and we want to introduce as many people as possible to what we're doing here at Living Faith Bible Institute as well in the, as in the Living Faith Fellowship. And so uh, we're thankful again for this time with you, and we'll see you next Monday. Stay tuned for a brief word from Pastor Kale Horvath about Missionary Roundtable, a new podcast. Hey everyone, my name is Kale Horvath and I'm a pastor and missionary to the country of Hungary. I've got a new project for you that will be coming out this summer. It's a brand new podcast called Missionary Roundtable. I'll be interviewing pastors and missionaries from all around the world, discussing different facets and parts of the Great Commission and international missions. The first episode comes out Wednesday, June 3rd, and they will air every Wednesday morning throughout the summer until the season finale sometime in August. So, we'll see you in June. God bless.